Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys. Quick and dirty tips to get moving and shape up. My name is Brock Armstrong and I am the Get Fit Guy. After reading his new book, Peak, The New Science of Athletic Performance That is Revolutionizing Sport, well, I couldn't wait to do a deeper dive into habits and mindset with the author, Dr. Mark Bubbs, and that's exactly what we're going to do today. As the guest on today's podcast episode points out in his new book, there is a revolution going on in the world of sports these days. More and more athletes are spending more and more time focusing on a game-changing combination of recovery and mindset, rather than just training alone. The notion of no pain, no gain is losing favor in the sports community, and it's being replaced by a more sensible and a well-balanced approach, and I find this idea both intriguing and encouraging. You know, a while ago, I wrote about a study from the British Journal of Sports and Medicine called Lifestyles and Mindsets of Olympic, Paralympic, and World Champions. Is an integrated approach the key to elite performance? It examined how factors other than training affected a sample of world-class champion athletes. And that study concluded, and I quote, Championship performance is likely to occur at the intersection of psychological prowess, interpersonal support, effective performance strategies, and lifestyle. End quote. In other words, there's more to being a champion than simply nailing all of your workouts. Mark Bubb's book, Peak, the New Science of Athletic Performance That's Revolutionizing Sport, explores some similar fundamentals of high performance, uh, among many others. It focuses on the importance of consistency, not extreme effort, and the value of patience, not rapid transformation. Now, without further delay, here is my conversation with Dr. Mark Bubbs, and I asked him to start by giving us a little bit of his background. Yeah, well, listen, thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm from Canada, from Toronto, background in sport growing up, played loads of different sports and had a real interest in nutrition and exercise and how these things impact overall health. And when I was actually doing my undergraduate degree at University of British Columbia, thinking about going into medicine and started shadowing you know, GPs and various docs and the visits were pretty short and it didn't mm. seem like nutrition was really on anybody's radar back then and you know, not a lot of time to even talk movement with with folks in terms of being able to help them out and so you know for me that dissuaded me a little bit i was unsure wh where which direction to go next and like most uh, kids 
you know, 20 years ago, decided to go backpacking and, uh, <laughs> you know, roam around the world a little bit. And it was, you know, it took me to some places where people lived a long time, you know, places like Costa Rica and Japan. And you started to realize that, you know, how you move and how you eat and all these lifestyle factors were really a key part of the whole longevity and health and happiness process. So when I came back to Canada, you know, thankfully in, in, in parts of Canada, Toronto, Vancouver, there's a you know, naturopathic medicine, which is a four-year full medical degree that you can do that has more of a focus on things like that in terms of nutrition and exercise. Because for me, it was all about helping people out who were struggling with weight gain, obesity, prediabetes, cardiovascular disease. And even as I started into, into my clinical work, realizing how much things like low mood were impacting. And of course, along that journey, I was still out on the sports side and I work with, with Canada Basketball as the director of uh, performance nutrition. Nice. That's been a really fascinating thing as well. You know, when I growing up, we had one player in the NBA, you know, Steve Nash, Hall of Famer yeah. from out west, obviously. And now, you know, we've got 15 guys in the NBA. And, and it's obviously with the Raptors and the explosion of popularity, it's been a really amazing ride. And yeah, my, my practice is kind of dovetails on those two ends in terms of this performance side with athletes. And then the, the themes are actually very similar to what we'd actually we use with clients and practice general public people like you know myself trying to trying to get enough sleep and eat the right things in the days so that you have you can perform at work and have enough energy to you know when you're at home to uh spend some quality time with family and friends right that really is a, a bit of a trick like we do tend to get a lot of sort of trickle down <laughs> advice and information from the pro athletes of the world and and then we try to apply it to ourselves even though we're not necessarily achieving those types of fitness goals and or even doing the amount of training and there it, that really does result in a lot of confusion for sure do you see that a lot in your practice like people coming in and like showing you the the workouts that they found online or the the meal plan they found online and and trying to figure out how that fits into their life yeah i mean it's interesting because when you really take a deeper dive there's some terrific themes that really translate from the elite world to the rest of us but you're very right in the sense that what we see in the media, what tends to get portrayed is sort of the, the shiny new toys of what they might be doing 1% of the time. And we get this feeling like that's how hard they're pushing all the time in terms of the intensity they train or what they might be doing with their nutrition. But the real overarching theme and one of the, you know, the big themes for myself and working with athletes and clients is this idea of consistency, which is, it sounds so simple, but when we look mm -hmm. at the research around training, even around nutrition, it's less about what strategy you picked and far more about did you show up every day, every week, every month for the whole year? Did you show up and do the workout? Did you stick to the diet? Because if you did, those are the people who actually won the race and actually achieved their success and maintained it. And so it is a little bit like the tortoise and the hare because I know when a lot of people get motivated, you know, it's that first week or two or four weeks, you've got all this energy and and motivation then all of a sudden you know by week eight it's half of the program and then by you know three months in all of a sudden work's too busy or something's happening at home and, and you lose track of what you were doing you're not able to maintain it and so that's something that i really um, try to hammer home and it's it's amazing that when we look at the evidence-based research that's that's the big theme there as well so whether you're on the athletic side or general population that's something that you've got to really take into consideration you have a new book out called Peak, the new science of athletic performance that is revolutionizing sports. There you go. And I, I have it right in front of me, in fact, on my on my iPad. 
the majority of the book was just one of those things of just marking every page that you start off and you think, oh, I'll just mark a couple of these pages to go back to. And it's like page after page had the little folded down corner thing in, in the Kobo. Nice. But um, chapter 11 in particular, and what this really goes to what you were just talking about, you talk about habits and how we can actually use habit forming or habit building to bypass this need to rekindle or rely on motivation. I found that to be really, really powerful because we do have a, a problem, like you were saying, with the consistency being so key. And when people are having to rely on, I think in the book you refer to uh, going on Instagram and finding the motivational quotes or something For every sure. single morning to, to get yourself to the gym, it's a lot easier to rely on habits. So can you speak a little bit to that? Absolutely. And I mean, it's definitely something that we assume that these athletes or people who are high performers have this motivation that they have every day to get up and do the thing that they're doing. But really, that's not the case. And before I dive into that, how that translates to habits, I just want to highlight on the emotion side, how, you know, 75% of doctor's visits are stress related. Mm. Okay. If you're working, you know, 70 plus hours a week, if you're working long hours, if you're not getting enough sleep, you effectively get changes in your brain in terms of areas. You know, the amygdala is the area that's responsible for threat. And so that begins to enlarge and we get weaker connections between the amygdala, that area of threat and the prefrontal cortex. So all of a sudden, negative thoughts start to percolate and increase. And this can be sort of the environment that we're in, in terms of, you know, we're looking for inspiration, we're looking for motivation. And yet, you know, there's this negativity or, you know, this current that's going to be pulling us in the opposite direction. So it is important to, you know, we talk about inspiration being like lighting a match, you know, it's sort of instantaneous, it gives you a bit of a spark, and you can, you can go and do something, a new diet, new exercise. Motivation is being able to kindle that a little bit more. And when we even think of discipline, we often say, again, you know, once you have enough motivation, you start to develop some discipline in terms of getting up every morning to, to hit that workout and put the miles in on your run, get to that yoga class, whatever it might be. And we sometimes assume that discipline is also this limitless um, characteristic or quality. Mm. And really, it's not. I mean, we only even the, the best of the best, uh, you know, Navy SEALs have only so much discipline. And so this is where trying to build some automaticity, you know, these habits, what we call and the classic example is every time you get into your car, I guarantee you, you don't think about putting your seatbelt on. No. You get in the car and just being in that environment, there's this automatic thing that happens and you put your seatbelt on and there's no thinking, there's no inspiration, motivation or discipline involved at all. You just sort of do it. And when we look at the research around this stuff, it's this idea of contextual cues that start to trigger a lot of our behaviors. And unfortunately for a lot of us, these go in the negative sense to start with. You know, the classic one is, you know, long day, you get home late, maybe you don't have time to cook, or maybe you do have dinner, and then it's all of a sudden it's a snacking on the, on the couch in front of the television, mm -hmm. or even worse yet in bed. And all of a sudden that becomes a contextual cue, hmm. right? Just being on the couch, watching TV, all of a sudden we're going to get into sort of this mindless eating or, you know, again, around exercise, it can be a similar thing in terms of your capacity or ability to be able to to get up and go train or, or hit that, that lunchtime workout. So it really is important to, um, to try to develop those disciplines into habits and develop that automaticity. And when we look at the research, they talk a lot about this idea of three weeks for habit change. 
I mean, when I looked into the research that was effectively around plastic surgery patients getting used to their new, you know, <laughs> physical features. So it doesn't uh, totally translate, but not you know, totally, no. yeah, so, you know, what I've found there was about, it said 66 days on average is, you know, so we think sort of two months being a good framework of trying to mm-hmm. develop, um, of some of these habits. And, and that way you can kind of chunk it to be able to build those habits in. And the nice thing is once you can start to build those habits or that automatic reaction, you don't need to use as much willpower to do them. You just sort of get up and do it without having to think. And that's ultimately, whether we're talking training or nutrition, you know, those are the, those are the real, that's when the real magic starts to happen in terms of progress. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, especially with with the idea that habits can be both good and bad, whether the, the habit becomes having a snack in on the couch or in bed, like you said, or it becomes just automatically going to the gym or making that healthy choice for breakfast or whatever it happens to be. It can re- it's a really it's a double edged sword. Absolutely. In the book, you talked about how to use self-talk to uh to generate some habits and to reach some fitness goals and and i feel like that's something that that my listeners could really dig into can you can you sum that up absolutely i mean again this is um that example i used around this idea of us the typical person being very busy and not getting enough sleep and these changes that happen in the brain and so we're more likely to have negative thoughts due to that as well as from an evolutionary standpoint you know, our minds are hardwired to look for threats because that's how we survive for, you know, thousands and thousands of years. And so yeah, right. all of a sudden we're in this sort of soup that uh, this environment that creates more negative thinking and, and our subconscious is always taking this in. And again, you think, well, elite performers, you know, the best in the world, they must not have this problem, right? Like somebody like Serena Williams, the perhaps the greatest female tennis player of all time. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's, yeah. there's no way she's not ever confident, right? <laughs> well, I mean, could you imagine, you know, five or six years ago, she's already won, you know, double digit major championships. And you can see her between changeovers and games, opening up a little book and reading out these lines in the book, you know, this positive self-talk, you will move up, you will add spin, you will win Wimbledon. And you think, okay, wait a minute, this is the best the most elite tennis player on the planet. And even she needs to continue to lay down these fundamentals to be able to achieve the kind of success she wants. And, you know, when you look back at some of the original research, you know, renowned professors like uh, William Hart from University of Alabama, the language that we actually use to describe our situation, which oftentimes is happening internally, obviously, and this is in sport or in life, this, this actually determines how we see it how we experience it and how we participate in it. And so that whole idea of mindset is is such a huge factor in all this, has a huge influence on, again, your experience in the moment and also how you perceive it on the back end. So I think that's one where, again, there's various different ways of doing it, you, you know, the, adding some positive affirmations like I am willing, you know, fill in the blank, I am resilient, fill in the blank. But, but cogn- you know, consciously doing this which for some people, they gravitate to this and it's sort of something that sounds, you know, for them, it's okay, I'm going to, this is resonates with me, I'm going to be doing this. For other people, it's not necessarily, but, mm. and it's ironic that uh, those are the folks that tend to get, you know, in my experience and in practice, the most benefit from it, right? Um, and so this can be as quick as jotting down in your diary, daytime or calendar, you know, three or four lines, you know, it just takes a couple minutes uh, every morning on some of these themes that you're trying to to reverse or achieve and it it is amazing how just writing these things out 
And it can sound a little hokey, but just writing these things out and all of a sudden, a week later, two weeks later, it's amazing the shift you can get in mindset. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Uh, and the the idea that we're that it's a, a positive self talk rather than what I think a lot of the us sort of default to, which is like, oh, you stupid idiot! Why didn't you do that? You're so dumb. You're so lazy. Why don't you get off your butt and get it done? But instead of beating ourselves up, if we turn it into like Serena Williams's example there of of reinforcing that I am going to move forward, I am going to win this match. That really does then going back to the habits that will that'll sort of move us towards those habits as well, right? Absolutely. And the big part here is again, if type A folks, high achievers, athletes, whatever you want to call it, again, we often think that they don't need these strategies. But as you just mentioned, their own inner self talk can be downright vicious to themselves Hmm. and can really be be harmful in a sense. And so we do have to watch out how, you know, just as the example you gave there of how we talk about, oh, why did you do that? And the, you know, the language that you might use to describe yourself, you've got to watch how you do that because it can, you know, Bruce Lipton, who's a famous uh, neuroscientist, says that 95% of what's, what we're doing every single day is, is driven by our subconscious. So we have this perception like our cortex, our thinking brains controlling everything, but really a lot of this stuff's happening at the subconscious level. And and that's where effectively we, d- we dive into some of this in that chapter that you mentioned there, Brock, around self-compassion. And this even uh, has been shown to outperform positive self-talk. So if you start layering in some positive self-talk and self-compassion is this idea of it's tough out there for everybody. You know, don't be so hard on yourself. You know, we're all, you know, we're all in a tough situation or other people are also in a tough situation. And using various techniques like that, you can again start to reverse that inner self-talk and also improve just again your relationship with your with your inner inner dialogue so to speak yeah it's interesting we obviously started this conversation talking about fitness and and health and wellness and stuff in terms of being an athlete but 
everything that we've just been talking about, everything that you just said can really applies to just everyday life, like being successful at whatever you're doing, not necessarily just fitness or sport. And again, that was like the impetus for the book there, Brock, was just around, yeah, these themes that are so prevalent in sport and that you see in these high performance um, teams, it, it, the themes are irrelevant for the rest of us. And, and just to carry on there with Kristen Neff's work, you know, one of the things that she uses is it's called the stopwatch challenge, just to give folks a little bit of a something that they can try. And this is this idea, if you do get in a situation where you're having, you know, you know that negative self-talk and you're really beating yourself up, one of her solutions is this stopwatch challenge, which is effectively you set a timer for three minutes, you know, on your watch, on your phone. And, you know, with your eyes closed, you repeat three different uh, sentences. You know, the first is, this hurts. Other people, other athletes are stressed too. Be patient, I am, and then you can fill in the blank. And again, it sounds very simple. You know, this hurts. Other people struggle too. Be patient. And then you can say, I am, whatever it might be for you. And just repeating that, again, starts to reprogram that uh, you know, subconscious mind, that sort of monkey mind, if you will, that chatters at us all day long. And as we circle back to this idea of habits and automaticity, this is where if you do this enough, all of a sudden you can really flip the switch when you do have these moments because we're all going to have them. You're never going to eliminate the negative self-talk or these moments. But all of a sudden you've got this resiliency now where you can bounce back from those. And and that is where you see those elite champions like the Roger Federers and Serena Williams who are down in a match, who are, you know, hit some really poor shots. And you think, geez, if I hit those poor shots... I don't know if I could ever hit another one in, you know, sort of like you lose all your confidence, but they're able to then all of a sudden, you know, two minutes later, they're, they're back to hitting these tremendous shots. They're back to being dialed in and focused. And so the rest of us can learn a lot from that because again, whether it's your professional life, whether it's your home life, whether it's elite sport, recreational sport, whatever it might be, you know, the brain is definitely such a key role in all this and emotions really drive these behaviors and what I found was really cool, Brock, is when you talk to all these, again, sports scientists and performance staff, whether it's Major League Baseball, NBA, NFL, these are the things that they really think are the next frontier, you know, emotions in the brain being a real driver of, of performance. And so we can all, I think, learn a thing or two from that. Definitely. And I'm assuming um, the title of your book, again, is Peak, the New Science of Athletic Performance That's Revolutionizing Sport. I'm assuming that what we're talking about here is the new science that you're you're referring to. Yeah, and it's it's amazing how much money's gone into you know sports science in the last sort of decade and decade and a half with the explosion of of sport and you know all these different contracts on TV contracts and digital rights on on the interwebs and and so yeah, there's a tremendous amount of research going on in that space and you know the idea even of being an athlete is is sort of obviously we have our sporting athletes, but all of us, you know, if you're human and you move, you know, you're an athlete, you're designed to move, you're designed to do all these things. And so that's that sort of connection we're trying to make of this isn't a different set of rules for these elite folks. Now, obviously some of the things they do are going to be more intense, et cetera, but the themes, the big themes of, of focusing on the fundamentals, you know, of being consistent and with the topic that we discussed here today of around you know, harnessing your emotions to really drive behavior in a positive way are, are really crucial to being able to achieve the things that you want to achieve. Yeah, it's interesting that uh, even in your book, but in in science in general for for athleticism and sport and stuff, we don't see a lot of big changes happening in the training side of things. But what we're seeing big changes in is things like 
gut health and uh, recovery science and uh, and of course this mindset stuff that we're talking about here as well. Yeah. It's not, I think we've gotten as far as we can get with the training harder, training faster, lifting heavier weights and, and all of that kind of stuff. So the, the new ideas or the new science is really these other things that maybe we've overlooked in the past. Absolutely. I mean, and, and even as we talk training, I mean, it's one of those things where we, again, we look for all these kind of shiny new toys and we end up back where we were in the forties, fifties, sixties around the same types of movements and just yeah. figuring out the best possible way to use them. But we don't need nearly as many bells and whistles as we, as we thought we did, you know? And I think that's a kind of a nice thing for the rest of us as well, because if we narrow our focus a little bit in terms of the, the applications, whether it's on the training or nutrition front, but just make sure that we're hitting these fundamentals and these evidence-based strategies. And of course, in the book, we, we have a bit of an expert generalist theme as well of, of being able to touch in on these areas, as you mentioned, of you know, athlete health. You know, just being healthy is is crucial for how you think and feel and perform. And of course, you know, on the nutrition side, getting the right fueling strategy. Just as you mentioned there, Brock, recovery is sort of this new science as well that's come out of are you really overtraining or actually are you not recovering enough? And, and so mm. those are some big questions that are trying to be answered now. And as we've talked about today, this mindset piece being at the forefront of performance. And so yeah, we can definitely all learn a few lessons from uh, from that, from what the best of the best are doing. Well, awesome. Thank you, Dr. Mark Bubbs. Again, the book's name is Peak, the New Science of Athletic Performance that's revolutionizing sport, and you can find it on Amazon and all all the places where you where you find good books. And and where can people find you if they want to get some more information about you and your practice? Fantastic. Well, appreciate you having me on, Brock. Uh, you can reach out to me on um, social media at Dr. Bubs, so Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and also they can check out the website, drbubs.com. And if you're looking for specific information around the book, there's the website is called athleteevolution.org. And you can check out what some of the experts and athletes are saying about the book. And you have your own podcast as well. So the podcast listening audience might be uh, spilling over there. Absolutely. Yeah. The Dr. Bubs performance podcast and try to connect folks with some of the you know, the PhDs and folks who are on the front lines doing all this great work and, and connect you with a lot of their work and what's happening in those fields. Awesome. I'll put links to all of those resources in the show notes over at getfitguy.quickanddirtytips.com. And thanks again, Mark. This was a, a great conversation. I think uh, gave some people some things they can try and some things they can think about. Phenomenal. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And don't forget to tune in next week because my next episode is going to be all about how to choose yourself a coach or a personal trainer. And I get four of my friends and experts to weigh in with their ideas of how to do that properly. But in the meantime, I am Brock Armstrong, the Get Fit Guy, and this podcast is written, narrated, and produced by me with editorial support from Karen Hertzberg. Our audience development and marketing coordinator here at Quick and Dirty Tips is Morgan Ratner. Our digital ad operations coordinator is Michelle Margulis. Our digital assistant is Emily Miller. And our vice president and fearless leader is Kathy Doyle. Now, what are you waiting for? Embrace that sport revolution. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. 
Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.